Welcome, this is the Teaching Excellence Podcast for all things FE, teaching, learning, assessment, quality and possibly a few other things along the way. Hosted by Steph Wilkinson and Jade Gibson, leaders in FE who want to support others and make a difference and hopefully spread a little happiness whilst we're at it. Hello and welcome to the Teach Excellence podcast. Um, this is another Wellbeing Wednesday special and today I'm joined by Vicky Dawson of the Sleep Charity. Hi Vicky. Hi Steph. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Are you? Good, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, been a busy day um, but lots of exciting things going on. But yeah, how's your day been? Oh yeah, hectic. <laughs> yeah, but all in a good way. Lots of uh, positive stuff happening about sleep at the moment. Yeah, you've got lots going on. So um, I wanted to um, have a chat with you ahead of next week's Wellbeing Wednesday session, just so we can talk a little bit about what the session will include. But also, I think first, I'll start with the whole reason why I was really passionate about getting you involved in the programme. And that is because so many people tell me that they don't sleep very well. And I find it really interesting, mainly because I can sleep like a log. So I'm really lucky in that I always say that I'm asleep in like three breaths. Um, and um, I've, the more that I talk to people and they say they don't get to sleep very quickly, the more I feel lucky for that. But um, I think in education, I, I've heard a lot about teachers not being able to sleep very well because they're constantly feeling like the to-do list is is never ending and they have they don't have great sleep and I think that's something that I would I wanted to get some support out there to people which is why I'm super thrilled to have you involved in the Wellbeing Wednesday initiative so why don't we talk first a little bit about the sleep charity yeah sure um, so I set the sleep charity up in 2012 and it was actually called the children's sleep charity when I first mm-hmm. set it up and I set it up because I was that parent who had a child that basically never slept mm-hmm. and it led me down a quite a dark road actually yeah. um, you know the impact of sleep deprivation can be enormous and I really struggled with it and at the time I was a teacher so I was teaching um, full time in a special school and then I was having maybe three, four hours broken sleep every night. And Mm. that was really, really tough. Mm. And, um, you know, when my child was young, I kind of accepted that, you know, babies do wake up and that's biologically normal. But I wasn't expecting it to go on for six years. And it did. And what I found was that there was actually nowhere to get support from. So I went down the whole health visitor route and I was just given a book about sleep, which basically said, leave him to cry. Mm. Um, I went to the GP and I was given antidepressants. Um, and that's kind of where the support finished. So I researched sleep, became obsessed by sleep and started to use a behavioral approach to sleep. So all the stuff that teachers are are really sort of aware of, looking for the triggers and then looking for the strategies. Mm -hmm. And thankfully after that approach, he slept through after two weeks of following a program. And that's where it all started. And then this whole passion about actually, can I prevent other families from going down that path that I followed? Um, 
until we've got to sort of where we are today. Yeah, and that is just amazing. I think, you know, where people need help, um, it's amazing when people have that experience and then then launch something that means that other people can access better help quicker because of the things that you went through. So yeah, that's, that's, and you've got loads going on, haven't you? Like big campaigns going on. Yeah, we have. Um, I'm really passionate about making sleep um, important. Um, taken seriously like exercises like good nutrition is mm. um, I really feel that children young people but society in general needs to be empowered with sleep knowledge because we're not often taught about sleep so we're quite ignorant about sleep and when it goes wrong we don't know what to do and if we learn some simple tools then we've got those for life. Mm. Um, so we launched a manifesto in Westminster just before the lo lockdown actually called the wake up call. Mm. Uh, this was to um, campaign for um, sleep to be on the public health agenda and for professionals to receive training around sleep and for there to be sleep support accessible across the country when people have got sleep issues. Mm. Yeah, that's so cool. And like I say, I've never, it's a, occasionally I'll struggle with sleep. And that's when I know there's a bit too much going on in my head and things are whirling around. But I've been, you know, really aware of how I think and how I feel. And I've done a lot of work to be able to acknowledge it. And so it's very rare now that I have that. But having that on the agenda is, I think like you say it empowers people knowledge is power and you can then at least know what what steps to take if you don't have sleep but I think there'll be so many people that don't even realize that they don't maybe get enough sleep or that their sleep is not um you know great quality and actually it's that whole thing isn't it of you just get used to what your normal is and even just getting better quality sleep or a bit more sleep people might feel so much more energized and especially in teaching that's what I feel really quite passionate about it is in teaching it's just it's it's relentless you're just relentlessly spending energy all day every day teaching and and marking and all of those things and we we barely get significant rest but if we can improve the quality of sleep hopefully our health will be better in the long run yeah absolutely I mean I know from my years in teaching I think I was teaching for about 15 years mm -hmm. and I felt under enormous pressure to take work home to work weekends to work late into the night and I would um, sacrifice my sleep for that and I get up really early in the morning as well to make sure that I was in the classroom everything was prepared and I'd not sort of respected sleep. I'd not understood that actually I couldn't perform at my best when I was so chronically sleep deprived. And when people used to say to me about, oh, you get all those holidays though, oh, I find them either ill, yeah. <laughs> asleep, or back in the classroom preparing for the next um, yeah. sort of term. So I completely understand the pressures that teachers are under. Um, and it is so important to get this good quality sleep because again when you're in school environments you know if your immune system becomes lowered and you start to pick up 
um, all the bugs that are going around. Mm -hmm. And we know that sleep deprivation impacts on things like immunity. So it is incredibly important. And it's also important for the children and young people that we're teaching, because we're always talking about attainment. How can they attain if they're chronically sleep deprived? You know, they can't meet the full potential. So I think there's a huge message to get out there, but a positive message as well about sleep and actually, we need to change the culture across the whole country. So sleep isn't for the weak, but if you don't get enough, you will be weak. Mm -hmm. um, and we need to sort of respect sleep and stop saying to children things like, if you go to, you know, if you're good, you can stay up late. That's teaching them that sleep deprivation is a reward. What? Uh, you know, that is absolutely crazy. Or go to your room if you've misbehaved. So sleep's now a sanction. There's a lot of work that we've got to do out there to educate people and to get this positive image of sleep there. Yeah, that's really fascinating, actually, because I haven't thought about, about it like that. But I, but I do recognise the power of language and how we use reward or sanctions and, and what we... It's the same with sugar, isn't it? You know, um, so I'm really excited actually to have you on board because one of the big aims of the wellbeing initiative and program is about trying to reduce burnout. So when we get to half terms or we get to Christmas, we don't accept that we're just burnt out and sort of exhausted in that time, which is the time that we get to really, you know, spend time with the people that we care for or um, do the things that we want to because we've got the time to do something that we enjoy, but often can be wiped out just because we're so exhausted. So yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad to have you on board. So next week, you're going to do the first sleep workshop, which is about waking up to the importance of sleep. So what will that include? So I'm going to start to look about actually why sleep is so important. So what actually happens when we're asleep. So there's all sorts of stuff going on while we're asleep that I was completely unaware of until I got into this line of work. Um, and why getting good quality sleep is so important for like mental health, mm. um, for our emotional regulation and well-being, even for things like our weight. Um, you know, there's hormones released when we're asleep and for recovery as well from things like exercise. Um, and I think as teachers, I know that myself and my colleagues were extremely good at putting other people first and their needs. And actually supporting yourself to get a good night's sleep is so important and there are simple strategies that I can share as well along the way to help people who are struggling because it's a really common problem. About 40% of the adult population have got a sleep issue, which is a huge number. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Well, I'm really looking forward to next week. I, you know, like I say, I've always slept well, but I'm really interested in the science and um just the, the hints and tips of how to get better quality sleep. Because if you can super boost your quality of sleep, I think you get, you'll have more energy in the day. So I'm excited for that anyway. <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, so I'll see you next week, Vicky. Thanks so much. Thanks, Deb. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Teaching Excellence podcast. Leave us a voice message in Anchor. Tweet us and let us know what you think or what you want to hear on the show. Tune in next week for more. Have an amazing week and be the best version of you.